Hi, Soulful friends. This is Angelica. I'm the co-founder of Soulful Veda. Soulful Veda was funded by two like-minded friends who found each other through yoga and Ayurveda. What we do is modernize the science of Ayurveda with luxury retreats, workshops, and community. What this podcast is about is educating wellness seekers on their unique nature and how to obtain optimal health through the science of Ayurveda. Last time on our podcast, we talked about the 10 healthy eating habits. And the reason why it's so important to eat Ayurvedically is that 90% of how we digest food is how we eat it. And just 10% of how we digest our food is what we eat. Meaning there's a significant importance on the way we go about eating our meals and the techniques around it over what we're actually consuming, which is huge. So if you want to listen to that, pause, and we recommend listening to that podcast before we dive in. This week on Soulful Veda Podcast, we're going to be talking about Vata season. What does that mean? How do we prepare for it? And how do we eat with the circadian rhythm? Before we dive into our new content, let's review already what the basics of Ayurveda is. And of course, if you want the full details of the fundamentals of Ayurveda, listen to our first podcast. In Ayurveda, all disease starts from forgetting our true nature as spirit, meaning we somehow forget what our mind-body-soul type is, and there's a disconnect there. And understanding what our mind-body-soul type is, we need to understand that every one of us and every living object is made up of the five elements. The five elements, going from gross to subtle, are earth, water, fire, air, and ether. A dosha, which translates to an imbalance, are two elements combined so that we can better understand how we manifest and mirror these doshas, these elements. The first dosha made up of earth and water is called kappa. The second dosha made up of fire and a little bit of water is called pitta. And the last dosha, vata, is made up of air and ether. So if that is new news to you, awesome. Pause this podcast. Go listen to podcast number one and all of us will land much better. All right, so knowing the fundamentals, let's dive into the new content. So we are currently in Vata season. Vata season is made up of the elements air and ether. So when we talk about the qualities that make up air and ether, we think of cold, dry, rough, and unstable. Now let's imagine what it's like outside in fall season. Those same qualities are outside, so that is why we mirror whatever our environment is. We are definitely a product of our environment. So what do these qualities mean and how do they manifest in our physical and mental body? So physically, how we can manifest Vata season is by having dry skin, we can feel cold temperature often, like cold hands and cold feet due to poor circulation. We can feel constipated, having drier stools and just an overall dry GI tract. We can have insomnia, meaning our sleep cycle can get altered easily because we have this light, unstable nature about us. And we can also have weight fluctuation at this time. It's also determined by another vata imbalance that we can have. 
Vata can also show up in our mental bodies, and this is representative of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. So of course, during this time of year, we have the holidays, and that could totally be another factor playing into our stress. But if we get down to the root cause of it and when it all started, for some of us, it could have started when there was a change of season and we were mirroring the type of qualities of air and ether in our mental bodies. And of course, last but not least, how can Vata season manifest in a psycho-spiritual sense for us? Well, having the qualities of being light and unstable, it can put us in a state of detachment. And this can go either way. This can be really beneficial for cleaning out our closets and making room for our winter clothing. And it can also come as a state of over, being overly detached and less emotional. This makes sense. We tend to be more rigid around this time of year. We're colder, we're rougher, we have hardness inside our bodies and maybe inside our hearts as well. So now that we know what it's like to be out of balance, how do we find balance? Well, everything always comes back to the elements. So if we're experiencing air and ether in our environment and therefore reflecting it in our body, minds, and spirit, we find balance by bringing in the opposite elements. So what elements are left? Earth, water, and fire. And in Ayurveda, we bring balance in the body by using five sense therapy. And one of the senses that we're going to talk about today is the taste sense because we at Soulful Veda love food and we love how it nourishes our bodies and it's something that our community relates with a lot as well. So if you're feeling the vata imbalance, the best taste for you will be sweet, sour, and salty. And remember, you're always just concentrating on your current imbalance. So if you're a pitta at heart or a kapha at heart, for now, you're just focusing on your current imbalance, which would be vata. So where do you experience the sweet, the sour, and the salty taste in our diet? Well, let's talk about the sweet taste first. These are going to be our root vegetables. So yes, pumpkin season, it's true, it's great for us, it's what we're intuitively attracted to, and it's actually really good for our bodies. It takes on the qualities of being more moist and grounding and super nourishing for us. Other types of root vegetables that'll be good will be spaghetti squash, acorn squash, sweet potatoes. My personal favorite is purple sweet potatoes. I love the colors of them. Carrots are great as well. This may seem super obvious because when you go to the grocery store, you see that all of these vegetables are in season and are out for you to buy. But it's just nice to know that intuitively we can bring balance in our bodies by taking these vegetables and knowing why we're doing it in the first place. Other great foods to bring into your diet this time of year are going to be creamy soups. So adding in a half of avocado into a soup will be really nourishing and grounding for you. Also, adding oils in this time of year, specifically sesame oil is really good for vata imbalances. This doesn't mean that you're going to over oil your food, just lightly oil them so that it has the warm and the grounding sensation that we so crave during this time of year. And you're also going to want to favor grains. Grains has the sweet quality to it and grains that you should favor around this time of year should be oats and bashmani rice, which is tridoshic by nature. So all of those foods will primarily be favoring the sweet taste. 
Now for the sour taste, that's where we bring in a lot of our citrus fruits. So even just adding lemon in your water in the morning could be a great way to get the sour taste. And we also love adding in limes and lemons into our soups, which could be really grounding and also give them some fire too. And for the salty taste, which we naturally get, so we don't really have to focus too much on that, but by adding Himalayan pink salt to our dishes could be really nourishing, and even having more celery in our soups could be really grounding for us as well. If you want to learn more about the tastes and which tastes are best for your dosha, we also have a podcast on that as well that you can take a look at after this. Now let's talk about what type of spices are best to eat around this time of year. So we've talked before that ghee is the best carrier to cook our foods in because when we cook ghee with our spices, it carries the ghee deeper into our tissues so that it can heal them and nourish them on a deeper level. Spices and herbs carry such great healing powers that they get amplified when we have ghee as the carrier. So the type of spices that are best are going to be turmeric, cumin, cardamom, hing, clove, and cinnamon. And these all have a heating sensation to them. They're all grounding, they're all nourishing, and they're, they're great for this time of year. And even pittas that tend to shy away from the heating qualities of spices, usually around this time of year, it's pretty good for them due to the outside nature. So yay, pittas, you finally get to have something that's a little bit spicy. I know that makes me really excited. These food recommendations can seem pretty simple, but they have a huge effect on our bodies. In Ayurveda, digestion is king, meaning if we are able to heal our digestive system, it'll filtrate out to the other physiological systems in our body because everything first gets absorbed in our GI tract, and then if something doesn't get digested, then it goes out to different tissues of the body. So yes, by taking these small little changes in our diet can actually make huge differences on the physical, mental, or spiritual imbalances that we're having. For example, let's say we decide to add pumpkin into our diet, which is really grounding, nourishing, and has this moist quality to it. We may not be experiencing as dry skin anymore. We may not be experiencing the constipation. And what this does to our mental body is it grounds us. It gives us stability so that maybe we're not up all nights thinking about different things that are on our minds and we're able to find consistency. All right, now that we have some ideas of what foods and spices to eat during this time of year, let's talk about the circadian rhythm and how we can focus on our schedule for this time of year, getting back to the lifestyle routines. So why is the circadian rhythm so important in Ayurveda? Well, let's come back to the fundamentals. All disease starts from forgetting our true nature as spirit, meaning there's a detachment between us and nature. So aligning with the circadian rhythm connects us deeper to nature and allows us to rise with the sun and to fall down with the sun as well. So each dosha actually is categorized by a different time of day. And we'll go through them. So from the beginning of the day, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is the kapha time of day. Then from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. is pitta. 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. is vata. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. is kapha. And 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is pitta. And finally, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. is vata. So what does that all mean? Well, when we start our day, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., it's the kapha time of day. So we can always recognize when we have an imbalance in the dosha by determining what time of day it is. For example, 
Let's say it's really hard for us to get out of bed in the morning. That is likely to happen between 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. That means we may have a kappa imbalance. Let's say we tend to feel the two or the three o'clock slump during work. That's the vata time of day. So that means we might have a vata imbalance. And let's say it's past 10 p.m. and we can't go to sleep. That is the pitta time of day, so we tend to have a pitta imbalance. So we'll go into details of those later, but let's just focus on vata. So let's say we have a vata imbalance during this time of year. We're most likely to experience the imbalance from either 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. or from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So let's talk about the first one first. The 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. afternoon slump, it's classic. And the reason why we might be experiencing it is because it's vata season or we have the vata anxiety, stress, any of the imbalances we talked about. So how can we mend this? Well, if you're feeling the energy dip and you're noticing it's happening around the same time every day, you can bring an afternoon snack for you so that it can ground you and nourish you until, and hold you over until dinner. This is also a really great time of day for mindfulness. Just to take a pause to breathe before you close out your workday and before you get started on dinner. So even just setting aside two to five minutes of mindfulness, whatever that means for you, just focusing on your breath, putting on your favorite guided meditation, working with the mantra, whatever makes you feel grounded so that you can restore your energy before the crash hits can be huge for you. Now, the other type of imbalance we may be having is happening from 2 a.m. to 6 p.m., and this can be related to insomnia. So vatas should notice that if they're waking up in the same time every morning, we should say, or early evening, it's probably due to having the vata imbalance in itself. So if you are waking up between 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., we recommend having a nighttime routine grounding down efficiently before you go to sleep. So some of our favorite rituals to do for our nighttime would be some tea to ground you before bed. We love vata tea from VPK. You can also listen to yoga nidra before bed, do a little meditation, get a diffuser going, whatever your nighttime rituals are. I know that some of my friends like to pull tarot before bed. You can really make it as fun and grounding as you can. Just try not to make it as overstimulating. Um, and I'm looking at you, pittas and fatas, for that. Okay, so we definitely focus all on the vata imbalances to prep you for what you may be experiencing during this season. And of course, it can be an overwhelming amount of information and it can kind of hit you really hard. So I want you to pause and breathe and to think of one technique that really resonated with you, that stuck out to you where you were, had that light bulb moment and thinking, yes, this makes total sense. I feel this in my body and I wanna implement this. And if you were inspired multiple times, that is amazing, we love that. But in order to receive substantial growth and change, just one tip to take on right now. So make a list for yourself of everything that you love during this podcast that really inspired you, and then just circle one of those that you can implement. And then after a week or two, when you feel strong in implementing that technique, then you can start with another one from your list and so on and so forth. Ayurveda is a compassionate science and it can easily be overwhelmed if you take on too many things at once, but to really understand and nourish your body in the most beautiful way, just take it one step at a time.
And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. What's coming next in our podcast, we'll be sharing our stories, Rachel and I, of how we got into Ayurveda and how it has helped heal us and some upcoming tools and events we have for you. We are continuing on with the morning routine challenge. So in our final week coming up for that, and we will an- announce a winner for our our best community member for the challenge. And then we will also be coming out with a food guide by your dosha. And that'll be coming out around next year. And we're super excited for it. So stay, keep a lookout on our social. Follow us on Instagram at soulful, two L's for full, Veda, V-E-D-A, to watch out when we're launching our food guide. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. Have a beautiful rest of your day.